So the crush at Alberta Children's Hospitals continues as more and more and more kids get sick. Uh, this weekend it was announced that a heated trailer would be set up at the Children's Hospital in Calgary. Now, it's not to be used for treatment or anything like that. In fact, they may not use it at all. Um, but the emergency department there is so busy, they don't want people to have to wait outside in the cold should the waiting room fill up. So this heated trailer would be an option. Not saying that's good. I mean, we're, we know without a shadow of a doubt that our hospitals right now, especially our children's hospitals, are absolutely swamped. All of the major ones, I'm talking Edmonton and Calgary, have both come out recently and said, that's it. That's it. We're at, we're at capacity. We, we're just totally swamped by all the kids that are getting sick. It's because of a trio of viruses, as we've talked about here, that are wreaking havoc, right? You've got COVID, you've got the flu, and RSV. And while it's hitting kids really hard right now, there's obvious concern. What's next? It's It doesn't just stay in kids when we're talking about RSV. That's the concern. We're going to chat now with Dr. Samir Sinha, who is the Director of Geriatrics at Sinai Health and University Health Network in Toronto. Doctor, thank you for joining us. I appreciate you being here. Thanks for having me. So this RSV, I mean, we're talking about for the past few weeks about what it's doing with kids, but but this is not a child-specific virus, of course, right? I mean, it can affect other people. Yeah, for a lot of people, they're hearing about RSV for the first time, but this is a virus that's been living with us and tends to affect us every season, but uh, not usually to this magnitude. And it's a virus, as you said, that not only affects children, but also people of all ages. But it's most the most vulnerable to it are young children who've especially never been exposed to it and older adults whose immune systems weaken with time. Okay, that makes perfect sense. So when we talk about this, like like you say, I mean, I had small kids, and I know at least one of them had RSV at one point. So, And you're right, if you have small kids, you might be familiar with this. Um, and it is seasonal, and it would happen every year. But this year, obviously worse. How much worse? And do we have any idea why it's so much worse? Yeah, we're seeing this issue with not only RSV, but the flu this year as well, because a lot of the measures that we've all been taking for the last few years to uh, really control COVID by physically isolating ourselves more than usual, wearing masks, getting, you know, doing all these different things have actually allowed us to actually suppress other usual respiratory viruses that would usually spread, especially in crowded or indoor settings or during the school year, um, and especially when it uh, when the fall and winter seasons come and, and we're more likely to be indoors with each other. So we really kind of actually had really no flu season for the yeah. last two years. Um, we, we had a little bit of RSV uh, come back earlier this year, for example, but nothing to this level now that we're seeing not only, you know, flu and RSV at record levels that we haven't seen in years, but uh, but we're having all three of these viruses, including COVID, wreak havoc at the same time. Why? Uh, I guess it's just the state of the immune system when you're talking about the very young and the very old. They're sort of in the same category when it comes to immune response? Yeah, so so really that if you've had a previous infection of the flu or if you've gotten vaccinated uh, previously, then with time, you start developing some protection that will protect you against further flu seasons. That's why we recommend that people get their annual influenza vaccination. That's why we recommend that people get their COVID-19 you know, boosters, for example. But RSV is one of those viruses that it's common. We unfortunately don't have a vaccine against it. Mm-hmm. Um, and many of us have had RSV infections multiple times during our lives. 
but it's particularly nasty for young children who've never been exposed to RSV before. That first infection usually is the one that more likely can land you in hospital um, and very, very sick. And that's why with two years of children um, who've been masking and doing other things, um, we now have a whole onslaught of kids who are getting this this virus for the very first time. And that's why we're seeing so many crowded children's hospitals at the moment, because so many are being exposed for that first occasion, um, getting, and unfortunately, about 1% will get sick um, and and will potentially land in hospital as well. Right, because, I mean, not everybody is affected to the same extent, right? Some people can sort of get through it okay, but others will find themselves, as you say, very, very ill. Yeah, the vast majority of people who get a virus like RSV, um, they just shake it off. It's not too big a deal. The challenge is, is that because we've had these shortages of cold and flu medications, some people can't manage their symptoms as well as they otherwise would, and that might make them sicker and land them in hospital. And we know that for young children in particular, under two, who've never been exposed, we know that that is the group uh, of children uh, that when they're, they have that very first infection, they might actually get really sick. For older adults, the reason why um, RSV is the number one killer, um, you know, where, where it actually kills um, and, uh, and sees lots of uh, sickness and illness, tends to be actually in our older population, hmm. just like flu, just like COVID. And the reason that happens every year is because older adults may have just naturally more weakened immune systems, but they might also be living with chronic diseases that can flare up when they get quite sick. That's why it's important for them uh, to get vaccinated, especially against the things that they can get vaccinated against. But also we have to be mindful that during cold and flu season, what can we do to protect older people in our lives from getting infected because if they get sick, they could be really, really sick and die. And is it all the same things? I mean, we should know the drill by now with dealing with viruses, right? We've all gone through it for three years. Is it those things, the hand washing, the social distancing, staying home if you're sick, same old, same old? Same old, same old. And right now, we're actually recommending that people consider wearing a mask if they're indoors, yep. especially in crowded indoor settings, because, again, you don't know what's circulating out there. Uh, and uh, And the last thing you want is, Okay, I've got this runny nose, is uh, or I got this, you know, cough now and wheeze. Is it RSV? Is it COVID? Is it flu? The best things you can do to try and eliminate, you know, what it could be is do all those things. You know, wear a mask. You know, get vaccinated against the things you can. Because the last thing you want to do is ruin your holiday season by landing up in hospital or getting really, really sick. Because especially right now, biggest concern we have is with these three viruses circulating. People are actually getting infected with two or more things Ooh. at the same time. And then that can be a real doozy. And as you said, no vaccine for RSV right now. But last week, um, there was a submission put forward to Health Canada saying we might have one. What do we know about that? I mean, I don't think it's going to help in the short term, but, but maybe. I mean, are you optimistic? Very optimistic, actually. We have a number of different vaccine manufacturers who've been working on these vaccines for years. Um, and the promising uh, data that's coming out is, is actually pretty cool. So right now, the, the real focus is on getting vaccines ready for older populations who are the ones who are most likely to get sick and die. But there's also an application that's being considered, I believe, uh, for, for children as well. It's not going to be something that can be approved right now. These trials are still going on. But we're hoping as early as next year, we'll have an additional vaccine against an additional common, you know, cold and flu season uh, virus 
that we can have some added protection against. But as you said, right now, what we're saying for everybody is before we might have a vaccine for RSV, what you can do today to protect yeah. yourself and your family is, you know, the same old, same old, you know, washing your hands, uh, staying home if you're sick. Um, you know, wearing a mask uh, and uh, and getting vaccinated against the things you can get vaccinated against. Any idea where we are within this quote unquote wave? Is it is it getting better? Is it uh, I mean, are we reaching a peak or wh- wh- what do we expect is going to happen in the coming weeks and months? Well, the thing is, I remind people is that flu season starts in about November and it goes until April. So we're just kind of at the beginning of what could be a really unpredictable season. I think it's too early to say whether we peaked, for example. We know right now, we we know that lots of young children have been affected. We know that soon we're going to see more adults and then older adults. It usually kind of happens in waves like this. So we're, we're anticipating that it's going to be a long winter ahead. Uh, and that's why we're just saying right now, we're certainly not out of the woods. Um, you don't see any of the hospitals in Edmonton or Calgary or anywhere else in Alberta saying, yep, don't worry about it. Next week, we should be fine. Everybody is really nervous about what the season will be ahead. And that's why we're just encouraging the public to do what you can, yeah. stay healthy and safe and protect each other. Doctor, thank you so much for your time today. I appreciate you being here. Thanks for having me. Hi, it's Shauna, and I might be a bad parent because my kids think french fries are vegetables. Hey, it's Ryan, and I might be a bad parent because I went out for wings when my wife was in the hospital after giving birth. Johnny here. I might be a bad parent because in my house, the tooth fairy gives pocket change. But we're not alone. Len emailed us and said his six-year-old daughter's Tarzan moment going from love seat to lazy boy by curtains made him more proud than any dance (laughs) recital. And Andy left his two-year-old at the rink. All right, guys, I'm sure we're not alone, like Andy's kid. For stories and confessions like this, make sure you check out our podcast. It's called Bad Parents, and it's available wherever you get your podcasts. I left a glove at the rink.